Welcome to BizBody. I'm your host, Keith. Today's something a little bit different. We're talking about two separate books, How We Learn to Move by Rob Gray and Nonlinear Pedagogy in Skill Acquisition and Introduction. And that is Chow, Davids, uh, Button, and Renshaw, second edition. What's really interesting about these two books are the ideas of how people learn and what this has to do with business and with um, personal training and, and skills coaching. Like if you're a coach, whatever you call yourself, like you can call yourself a performance coach, you can call yourself a personal trainer, whatever it is that you're calling yourself. If you're helping people learn, if you're a coach of some sort and you're helping people understand how to do stuff um, motor-wise, uh, motor learning and or cognitive learning, some really interesting ideas in here. And one of the biggest ideas is that um, the idea of emergent learning, people solving problems and uh, emerging with a solution, with, which helps with the idea of understanding that variability in, in, in a way that um, people have an, an idea to come up with their own solutions, or you're helping people come up with their own solutions, you're helping people um, gain the confidence to explore in a way that, that has constraints put in place, and, and, and invitations in place for them to explore, so that they do the things necessary in order to find solutions that help them. And I'm not saying that you, you just go willy-nilly and have no plan. What I'm saying is that you understand different constraints and variables so well in your business and in your coaching and with your um, communication that you uncover different patterns that you may not have even known existed before. And so these emergent properties happen for the learner and for the observer. So you're both learning together to understand the environment and what's necessary for helping somebody learn their environment better. Because if someone's not feeling well as far as have pain in, in a scenario, uh, it, it there seems to be a, uh, a link between someone being able to handle and control their body in space and time emergently with the materials that they have with them right now. So they're, they're body and their mind is basically putting together a construct of whether or not they can handle a specific skill and navigate their environment or if they cannot. And if they cannot, then there seems to be a pain, uh, a pain uh, sense or a perception or a perception that, that, hey, I'm not really good at this thing. I have to change up how I do it in order to then progress this skill, whatever that skill may be. If, if the skill is lifting a finger, moving an arm, kicking a ball, whatever the skill is, it has to be learned or it has to be emergent in, in the properties of that time and space and that condition because we're never the same person for any part of any rep. It, every rep is different. So how you feel and how you move throughout those reps, if it's explored within constraints that are safe for an individual and then from there explored further out so that um, they're, they're gradually progressed with different, um, different scenarios, 
so somebody is progressed through, um, you know, say someone is trying to do hip abduction, but they're having trouble hip abducting when they're sidelining versus standing versus um, leaning forward versus leaning back versus being in a 45 degree glute ham raise. How do you think that can transfer to any other skill where they need to anchor that same leg to hip abduct to perform a skill? You know, what if it has nothing to do with how their hip was abducting, but like how their um, lateral flexors of their torso was helping them secure their spine so they could then laterally uh, abduct their, their hip? Now, what if the lateral hip abduction was slowed down by how they're able to go through hip flexion and extension, but you're doing lateral, you're doing hip abduction with um, hip flexion and hip extension? What if you completely take it out of that plane? These are all possibilities for someone to explore and for the trainer and or coach to explore that may give you different strategies to impart different forces through either anchoring mechanisms and or um, lighten mechanisms through the, the limb that's light enough to move or the part of the system that needs to be anchored in order to then deliver um, to be heavy enough so that the light stuff can actually move and the, the, the anchored stuff is producing enough force to be anchored down. And that's not even talking about the context of what the upper motor section is, is dealing with, upper motor neurons are dealing with, or how, what you're perceiving as far as where right, left, up, down, uh, and, and sensory cortex function is, is helping with. So what you are perceiving with your eyes, your ears, your inner ear, um, your, you know, what your glossal and, and swallowing functions are doing, your temporal mandibular joint is how it's reporting, your olfactory sense is reporting to your mind so that your internal state is correct. I mean, there's so many different levels of this. So making it simple enough to explore different scenarios with different um, constraints that you can then change differentially um, and or you can block the practice out. You can have serial practice, or you can have some differential practice, variable practice uh, amongst all these different constraints to help somebody learn more effectively and uh, to help with your practice on the business side. So if you want to use these same types of ideas to help your practice and in, in where you struggle with communicating and or with um, professionalism and in, 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 in how you deliver a specific experience? Or is it just on the coaching side with how you're helping your clients? Because every, every piece of this can be used in many facets of learning, periods. It's just about learning. So hopefully <laughs> this gives you a, a little better insight into how to use constraints, differential learning, and constraint-led led approach into, um, into your practice and coaching. So those uh, books, uh, How We Learn to Move by Rob Gray, he, I believe he, he's got the um, Perception Action podcast, which is it's a, it, it's just chock full of, of different studies and different things that Rob Gray is learning. And then Nonlinear Pedagogy and Skill Acquisition is also a, a tremendous book, um, which goes hand in hand with different ideas uh, that lent um, right now in, in neuroscience and um, the neuroscience text that's been very helpful for, um, for cross-referencing this has been Neuroscience Fundamentals for Rehab, fourth edition. Um, so if you want to easily get these books off of Amazon, I mean, you, you spend less than a hundred bucks and you can, you can completely update um, your reference towards how 
some of these um, these processes may occur, right? The theories, current theories on how these processes may, may occur and then how to utilize these processes. So uh, thank you again all for listening. I know this is chock full of a lot of different things. Um, and hopefully that this uh, sparks some um, exploration in all of you. So thank you for listening and I'll catch you next time.